0: All right, Inns, asking for a hand job, slow Laura style. <laughs> I think it's free lunchtime. I'm
1: taking it away. It's the world free lunch. It's the Christmas edition, mm. the final world free lunch of the year.
0: Yeah, dude, you could not have put less of your soul into that one. I'm
1: sorry. I'm, I, I fucking worked nine and a half hours today. I'm, I'm, I, 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 I am, can't. <laughs> I have yet to find my Christmas cheer. It's coming. Yeah, no, I'll tell it's you what. Coming,
0: I, uh, brother. I've found it a lot harder this year, actually, as well. I found mm-hmm. it harder to get into the Christmas cheer. I just entered it. I'd say last two days.
1: Oh, lovely. All right, last nice. two days.
0: It's difficult. It's really, yeah. I usually around December do start going like, oh fuck, there's it's a different yeah. energy yeah. in the air. But maybe this is just what growing up is. Maybe it's just like, oh,
1: maybe. Fuck. But I've, I've had years that, like, the Christmas cheer, like, dips and weaves and whatnot. I, I feel like part of the Christmas cheer is fear, feeling it off other people. And I also think, like, I haven't felt it off a lot of people this year. Like, I feel like everyone has just been like, okay, mm. and again, hey, yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas. And yeah. But the moment I get home, Christmas Eve is when it'll hit. Yes. I'll be like, all right, family's here, the tree is up. It'll all be sorted, sure. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna surprise Artie because this will have been and gone by the time this comes out. Is when I get at home tonight mm. after I've finished packing because Artie's working till like 11.30. I won't see Artie before I leave. I'm gonna just fucking glitter bomb the house with Christmas decorations. Oh, that's nice because we've been meaning to do it for ages and we just have never gotten around to it because oh, the Christmas
0: nice. cheer hasn't been electric this year. No, it hasn't been. Everyone's sort of just. Honestly, Nickster, like you can see my Christmas tree right there. We did that this afternoon.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> you added some baubles to the plant to you already a plant. had. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we haven't moved that
0: plant one inch. <laughs> we just put some fucking baubles on it. It's the first year where we Bexman, so we like, should should we put a tree up? And I was like, I just fucking yeah, I was like, oh, do we do we really want to add all that?
1: <laughs> it <laughs> does. I, I have to admit, we should have done it earlier, Artie and I, because it does change the vibe. It gets you in the vibe. It does get like- you in the vibe, and there hasn't been enough reminders. We've been—I've heard next to no Christmas carols this year, like at all. Oh, the yeah. only Christmas carol I hear is when I turn on a line bike, and it goes ding, 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 and I go, when is this gonna yeah, fucking stop? Just punching
0: your fucking <laughs> lime bike. <laughs> fucking shut the fuck up. Oh. Dude, that I, the only uh, caroling I've heard is from like two doors down. There was like, uh, like I, w- I want to say like a choir of people yeah. that was singing. And it I could not tell you the degree to which it fucked me up. Oh, yeah. I was like um fucking the Grinch after the Who's, Like st- <laughs> unbothered by him fucking up their Christmas. Yeah. I was on the balcony just been like. <laughs> <trying> to, <laughs> just just trying staring to, down carols. Trying to identify where the sound's coming from.
1: Yeah, I haven't... Hey! Try to fucking jack off in peace. Hi! <laughs> hey. I can't come while 17
0: children are singing silent night. Yeah, dude, it and is- That's a good thing. <laughs> Shut up! We're asking for a fucking round of applause, I'm just saying. Dude, it's my Christmas too. <laughs> Technically it's not as well. Technically, my, I get to come on January 7th. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, my yeah, Christmas. Yeah, that's your Christmas. You got you you got fucking blue balls. That's when the then. chastity belt back unlocks it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then you scurry out of your little (laughs) kink cage.
0: She just kicks me in my balls until I (laughs) come. And then (laughs) chastity Chastityville back on, dude. And that's another successful year.
1: (laughs) I love how much respect she has for your culture.
0: (laughs) For real, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, it's different. You have to assimilate and she's getting there. Do you know
1: after our chat uh, last week about Mm. all the apostles and whatnot? Yes. Speaking of Jesus, do you know there's a first-hand, first-hand account from a Roman official who was in Judea at the time of Jesus' birth, just calling Mary out on all her bullshit,
0: Wow, really? Yeah,
1: he was like, and this child that she bore to a Roman soldier and kept secret, and then he names the Roman soldier. He gives exact dates. He explains where Jesus went during the period of time where in the Bible he just disappears from like 8 to 30. Where Where does he go? He goes to Egypt. So he goes to Egypt. He studies carpentry and also learns politics and the world. Comes back to Judea a new man. All of the people of Judea who's never been outside of the fucking Israeli state mm. and he's just he's just doing that those hand numbers and they're like whoa all he did was went to Je- went to Egypt worked for 15 years learnt some shit came back blew everyone's minds away and so who's this guy uh, he's some sort of Roman uh, politician in the state of Judea I was like
0: this is all bullshit Mary's yeah, yeah, yeah. a whore
1: Jesus was in Egypt yeah when he was starting to get gain some fucking traction they were like this guy we've got him on public record he was born to Mary and a Roman soldier illegitimately out of wedlock oh. And that's why he was sent away. The, the original
0: Epstein list. The original Epstein list. People um, who fucked Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, he was just a fucking Roman Bill Burr back then, being like, ah, I
1: don't buy it. I don't fucking I'll buy it. it. <laughs> You're telling me a girl that never got fucked gave birth to a dude? Nah, no. No way. Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the pyramids. Comes back, thinks he's fucking smart. <laughs> That's
0: fucking awesome. Who told you this?
1: Uh, I found I found a, a video essay about it. Oh. So I found a video essay from this site called Voices of the Past, which I really, really like. They do really good shit. They do full-length documentaries. They do mini ones. Mm. This one was a, a first-hand account of a Roman politician during that time explaining that this was <laughs> all fucking bullshit. And I was like... How have, uh, my first thought was, how have I not heard this before and my second thought was it makes perfect sense that I haven't heard this before. Yeah, of course, you yeah. know what I
0: mean? Yeah, yeah no one's I guess no one because you went to a Catholic school, right? No one's there's no like cool teacher that's like, but I need to tell you about the Roman guy that fucking mm. knew Jesus was bullshit. yeah. dude the closest we got was the
1: Dead Sea Scrolls came up in Christian studies, you know the Dead Sea Scrolls? I know of them.
0: yeah, they just like I haven't studied them intimately.
1: No, neither have I. Who gives a fuck? But I
0: would like to at some point.
1: They came up and they and we're, they were like, "Oh, there's there's books that weren't added to the Bible at the Council of Nicaea." And we're like, mm. "What do they say?" And they were like, "Don't worry about it." What do the Dead Sea Scrolls say? Oh, it's there's some contradicting things like um, Jesus uh, didn't die and he actually married and had kids and there was there's a few other accounts of certain periods of time. There's a lot of fucking riffraff. Oh, okay. There's a lot of stuff just being like, and Mark would order grapes with honey.
0: And that's kind of it. Like it's really, there's yeah. not too much in it. The guy, they're trying to fucking decide what goes in the Bible and like, yeah. just put it in, it's like, th- that can't make it. It's like, fine, I'll put it in the Dead Sea Scrolls, which there, is way sicker. There
1: is legitimately a book of Judas. Book of Judas? There is a book of Judas. Like he's, there is an account of, I can't remember who wrote it. Judas didn't write it, but it's an account of the whole thing from Judas's um, Oh shit. Uh,
0: experience. And it contradicts the whole story. So it's like when Nelly did the re- like uh, return song To the Right, To the Right yeah, correct.
1: <laughs> it's exactly
0: like that. That's awesome. So
1: essentially, that book is Eminem's kamikaze to the Bible.
0: That's awesome. You know so, I mean? so the original Bible is to the left, to the left. By who? Who was that? Fucking Beyonce. Is it Beyonce? Everything you own in the, the back's to the left. left, and I think it was Nelly that was like to the right, to the right. <laughs> that is where I'm going in the middle of the night. That's Judas. That's Judas. So he did like a retort. Yes. He did okay,
1: true. Yeah, yeah, he did like a slap, snap back, slap back, you know what I mean?
0: Right. So this was this was the like the roast master at the end getting to go up and have his set. Yeah. Where we are like Jesus is here. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you where he was between ages 8 and 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck yeah, dude. That's a beautiful little bit of Christmas knowledge. Merry Christmas, Sam. Merry Christmas Cheers Alex. to you, Cheers. Um We did it. This is the last episode, everybody, of Woe Free Lunch for the year.
1: Mm. We have also now very, very confidently and emphatically surpassed a year doing this podcast. A year and two months. Yeah.
0: And also, just in general, most podcasts.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. This has, this. podcasts are like hospitality. Like mm. 90% of them don't make it past the first 12 months. Yes. And some of them do. And some of them, you really wish they didn't.
0: Yeah. And we're not sure where we are we're on that We're not sure scale. Where, how <laughs> yeah. you
1: guys feel about this. <laughs> but we're having a good time. We're having a good
0: time. And I think, yeah, well, because, yeah, what is that? Everybody says usually most podcasts fail within the first three months. Yes. And you know my saying, you can't fail if you stop looking at the insights on ACAST.
1: I agree. I, I have not looked at them in fucking months uh if they were bad
0: i'm sure i'd know about it yeah i'm sh- i feel we haven't gotten like a message that's like can't stop yes so that's good we do it has actually we do
1: genuinely really really love you guys that listen because the messages uh that we get are overwhelmingly delightful and positive positive. and honestly it is just to be sincere for a second mm. it's really nice to have this little thing that we've made and are making uh really just uh you know be a part of someone's week. It means it means a fucking hell of a lot to me.
0: Yeah, it is nice because before the pod, we were talking about. Um, we were like, we should talk about like uh, this year. Like, what we're like, what are the highlights? What mm. are the highlights of 2023? But the highlights of 2023, like probably the main one, would be seeing people actually like come up and get around the pod. That's pretty cool, dude. The 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 show in Sydney, which was uh, the one that was almost
1: sold out, was. Mm an emphatic fucking highlight. That I mean.
0: was a that was a great highlight. What, and also watching people that were forced to come along, yes. that didn't even listen to the podcast, yeah.
1: get around it. That was cool. That
0: was really, really nice
1: as well. Um, and, you know, it was also kind of cool to see. And I think we've spoken about it briefly, but I really like doing these shows. And the show in Brisbane, although although I don't think that was some of our best work, mm. it's so fascinating to me looking at our demographic in a live crowd. Yeah, because I think it's really clear uh, everyone's there for the pod but I think it's really clear who's there for you and mm-hmm. who's there for me
0: oh that's interesting who do you think who, what are the people that are there let's for me let's look at the Sydney them. metric right because uh-huh. I think that's the best metric of what sure, I'm talking yeah. about our
1: audience seems to be like this direct split uh, there's there's a nice little let's, let's look at it like a roulette table right you got oh, red yeah. you got black and you got the zero right mm-hmm. the zero is the everyman mm-hmm. fucking love those dudes they yeah. just love the pod they're good for a riff they're great on the hang yeah uh, the red really hot chicks under 25
0: yes the black old gays over 40 which one which one of those do you think is cuz you just which said, one do you think it you is alex you said three demographics that i don't identify with <laughs> i was like waiting for like the the when you were, i thought you were about to go red indians <laughs> I, was about, I was like ah that's me oh yes yeah the ethnics and the i reckon i the, the ethnics and the indians get around me
1: Yeah, ethnics and the indians get around you they're indifferent to me i think they're, they're happy to have i think me. they support you i they, think support, they support me you. but you you are you're ethnic yeah sure you, there's that fucking common I, re-
0: I reflect their values um on like in like a visible way yeah you have to talk for that to i be i clear. have to talk for that to be- <laughs> they look at my jaw structure and they're like he thinks what we think yeah
1: <laughs> yeah they look at me and just be like, mm, "All right, how much private school is left in yeah, this?" country? yeah. Cunt? Give it a second. Give it a second. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Give me a second. Oh, yeah, dude. No, no, no. Well, no. ah, brother, I'm I'll one of say you guys. It. I'll, say it. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say the word. Come on, let's all
0: huddle together. Huddle together. Do you think the chicks are there for me? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, I, yeah. Me? I think the chicks are there. For I you. would think the chicks are there for you. Why? Uh, cause, cause I don't know. I just I have uh, well, I don't know. I'm I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't I've never thought that I appeal to women in general. I always thought that you appeal to chicks more. I think maybe intellectually. Okay, well, hold on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I always view. I always view the hot chicks. They come. They come for Alex. I'm like, you guys are. You guys are here for Alex. You're a little bit younger than I am. You're you're more brash than
0: I am. You're confident. You got sh- fucking shoulders, dude. Yeah, yeah. Chicks don't like that.
1: <laughs> chicks don't like all the
0: things you're saying. No, no, no. But or at least <laughs> not the way I'm doing it.
1: But they <laughs> like at least two out of the three things I've said. You know what I mean?
0: Maybe, man. I think every negative experience I've ever had in my life is with girls watching my comedy.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's also me. Do you know what I mean? I feel <laughs> like that's a male comedian experience. Where it's like, unless unless you're like flamboyantly gay, unless you're sort of like a, a Joel Creasy, Charlie Lewin situation. Sure. You know what I mean? I, I think there's always like, I don't think you should say that. My worst audience interactions are with women. Yes. And it's almost because I'm too polite initially and then they fucking take advantage. Anyway, we don't have to get into that. 100%. I think the old queens, the old queens, I feel, are in it for me because they're like, hey, mm. but they, you're the eye candy. The gays and I have
0: an unspoken bond. Yes. that It's like we knew each other in a previous life sort of thing. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's I electric. Think, I think in a past life I just was gay and they can see through dimensions in a way that straight people can't. <laughs>
1: Dude, that's why equality's dangerous, man, all right? They've got superpowers.
0: Straight up, dude. I reckon... Because the, there is a level of understanding. You know when, like, you see a Native American person, like, touch a tree? <laughs> you're saying that
1: gay men come up to you, touch you on that little spot just above your elbow, mm. and they, they just have this
0: Flash. flashback. You're all... You're just all like, me fucking... <laughs> you're just fucking... Around eight of them just jacking them all off at the same time, oh, spinning plates.
1: We ran train on Alex in a past life. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Sitting Cow. <laughs> and they touched, that was his name.
1: They touched the top of my elbow. That was the name
0: of the club that we <laughs> fucked him <laughs> at. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting cow. Sitting <laughs> <laughs>
1: cow. They have
0: like a Native American sense of understanding with who used to be gay and who still has some sort of like um like a like a spiritual level of queer. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I think I think it comes down to like, I think it's that feeling the freedom of self where they're like, whatever you are, you are it. Yes. You know what I mean? They're like, that's what you
0: are. It is It is actually quite fucking like Alan Wattsy where it's like, you're just gong noise. Yes. Gong. Gong. You're just this. And putting a name to it makes it weaker. Yeah, that's true. You know? Um, whereas the hot chicks, dude, <laughs> not at all.
1: Well, dude, I can't fucking explain it. I don't understand... I cannot see, from everything that we make, yeah. I cannot, I do not understand how when we put on live shows, there is, particularly in Sydney, mm. just a fucking minibus worth of tens. And
0: I'm like, what is going on here? I reckon they've come to watch us squirm. That's at least what my ego tells me, uh, like what my self-esteem tells me. I'm like, the self-esteem has come to be like, they, they've come to watch the downfall, like they're quietly preying on it in the back row, being like, right. but it's not that good. In the same way that when I used to go to auditions, I enjoyed watching 10 suffer because I knew that was the only place where they felt inadequate. <laughs> like, it's the only place where the judgment has very little to do with how well they present themselves. Exactly. It's one where it's like, it's everybody is getting judged on an equal level and you're not the hottest person in the room anymore. No. That's the odd thing about the arts
1: is that you leave, particularly people like, and this, I think this is men and women. Like when you leave, it's so fun watching people. I'm only going to use Brisbane as a reference point Mm. because that's the only one I can really speak about. But like, it's so watching a Brisbane eight Yes. Just come down and become a a Sydney six. Yeah, dude. Do you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, just come in with that fucking confidence.
0: And then everyone's like, you're not even the hottest person in this cubicle. When I first moved down to Sydney and was in audition rooms, because it's also the same for everyone across the gender spectrum. If you're in an audition room, everyone is a 10. And I'm a real life seven and a half. Mm. I'm a real life seven and a half uh, and that's being nice to myself. In the audition room, I'm a fucking one.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I'm a deep one. Dude, <laughs> you're preaching to the fucking choir here, man.
0: Hey, bro, I've seen you book work. I've bu- I've booked yeah, nothing. but I'm going to tell you how. Uh, right? They made me pretend to eat a Hungry Jack's Whopper in audition room. <laughs> they were like, is the one here? Is the one here? We have something for him. Dude, there has
1: only been one... Uh, one example of me walking into an audition feeling like a one. Every other time I get in, I sit down. It's just a bunch of other fat cunts.
0: Yeah, that's right. And
1: I'm like, this is this is this is what I this is the work I book.
0: Yeah, when they put out the call for fat uh, cunt, fat cunt, they're like, hey, we got an ad coming up
1: for Google Pixel. For some reason, we need a fat. cunt. We need cunt. a
0: fat cunt, and then your agents like speed dial, and it's not even your name. In the, it's just fat cunt just number fat six. Cunt,
1: fat cunt number six. Slight, hey slightly, fat cunt! Hey slightly less fat cunt number six. <laughs> How would you like to eat some crispy chicken wings for four thousand dollars? You fat, fat fucking fuck. piece of shit!
0: <laughs> what are, what are your highlights for this year? If you had to look back and name, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two. I want two highlights from this year.
1: Okay, so uh, oh, all right. Professionally, we well, that's a good one. One professional, one personal. Okay, so professional highlight.
0: It's a solid tie.
1: Uh, (laughs) No, 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 no! no. You got two.
0: He found a way to make it three.
1: (laughs) It's going to be very quick. It's a tie Mm -hmm. between the fucking weird experience that was the Arias. That's a a highlight. It it, it, the sheer experience of it. Okay. But my new hour. Oh yeah, that's a killer. My best body of work, and that and the, 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 it it sold well. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to uh, tour it next year. I think it's, it's, I think it's my best body of work, and I think it's really fun. So that's that's my professional highlight was new show. That's good. It's fucking chuffed. Uh, personal highlight, dude. I can't go past my thirtieth. Thirtieth was great. Everyone I loved was there. My family came in. I just had the best fucking time, and just was just filled with so much love and adoration for fucking everyone. And, nothing went wrong and everyone was a great vibe and everyone gelled and it was the best crew and it was really, really reassuring to know that when I stick all of the people that I'd want at a birthday party together, mm. it just was fucking seamless.
0: Yeah, dude, that was a great party.
1: What are your ends? Give me one professional, one personal. Um, it's a
0: six-way tie. <laughs> Alex, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> it's a six-way tie that I have long anecdotal stories about each of them. <laughs> <laughs> um uh i reckon the the professional highlight this year would probably i think the first instinct is going to be the tour with kidgel mm. i reckon that was probably the sixth one well, opening for kidgel was mad because that was also in a way a personal one because i got over a fear of performing to big crowds yeah nice i was really worried about that and then uh found like it it was just nice to prove to myself that i could do it yeah you know what i mean so having i think it was like 20 days or something of being able to perform to like 500 to a thousand people sometimes twice a night it was it's also because you get it it's so nice to have visible evidence of the dream Yes, yeah, you know what I mean. Dude. Like tangible, it's in front of you, and be like, "This is what it, what I thought it would feel like," uh-huh. versus what the dream is to. Because you remember when you s- thought about comedy before you started, you are like, "Oh, dude, doing theaters, to a bunch of people, yeah. doing these jokes, fucking dick going everywhere, crazy act outs, <laughs> fucking doing yo-yo shit, Matt fucking throwing up gangster or whatever yeah, the fuck, yeah. you know what I mean? Just crazy shit." Which, uh, then you start comedy and you. It's so, it, you may not even ever f- feel that. Yeah, and then the, you realize how far away from that you actually are when
1: you start. You're yes. like, oh shit, there's nine people here and they're aggressively disinterested. Yes, yeah.
0: and there, it is more likely that you never feel that. Yes. Then it, it, it's, it's way more likely that you give up five years in and you never touch it. Mm. And so being able to have touched it and be like, oh, that's it. okay, cool. Yeah. So invigorating and uh, felt like a really big uh, personal milestone, especially for uh, a man like myself who doesn't have a lot of things that I can point to in comedy to show people. To look at and be like, eh. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it was a big year for the dink. You got a a fucking few of them now. It's
0: a big year for the year. I haven't. I've spent my entire comedy career not having any. I've been like, well, no, this. And then looking over and there's literally fuck all there. Like, <laughs> like there's nothing to show you've people. Been, you've been
1: pointing at the Kuji Bay Hotel. Yes. And then now you get to point to fucking theaters with Kijil, uh A fucking sold out comedy untamed at the main room factory theater. Yeah, that was sick. Oh, yeah. that was
0: pretty mad as well. Yes. Yeah, there's a couple more things now that I mm. can be like, that goes on the trophy case. You yes, know yeah, 100%. Um, versus, yeah, before just being like, oh, they let me open at fucking... Low three oh two Marty <laughs> Bride's room. Uh Have you guys heard of the Newcastle Comedy Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, twenty minutes there. So I think that's the that's probably the professional one. Personal one. Personal one. I'll tell you what. Personally, this this might be a bit hippy dippy. It's not a specific thing. I think I've become more me this year. Oh, nice. All right. Okay. You know what I mean? Growth. I feel the closest to me. I've ever been in my life since 10 years old. Yeah. I would fucking very openly play Yu-Gi-Oh! in front of people now. I have a Mamma Mia! shirt that I made just because I like Mamma Mia! the musical. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there are things that I'm a lot less ashamed about just owning. Yeah. I love
1: that you have a Mamma Mia! shirt that you made.
0: I love it too. I
1: think it's fucking adorable, dude. And I don't mean that in a condescending
0: way. Dude, even if it was, I fucking get around it too much because I think... I'm still cuz I'm still younger than you, you know. So I like mm. I feel like most of cuz you go out of high school and you have to be something else for high school. You're, yeah. just, you're trying on so many different things. Yes. And then you go to university and especially with it was an acting degree so you're literally not being yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you're spending 3 years pretending to do Trying to be more interesting. Uh-huh. But, uh, you're holding like a fucking, you're holding a book that you're not reading at the time. You're which trying you on car- different
1: like literal hats. Yes. Like maybe I'm a hat guy. I think that I, f- I find it weird that sometimes in acting school, I mean, I, I'm not the best case example for this, but they're like, we're going to bring down your walls. And someone yes. could walk in and be like, I don't really have any. Yeah. Uh, everything's kind of cool. And they're like, there's no, some- no, no. they made me fucking find something.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah And so
1: I was When I when we did that When we did a class called Risk We all had to find something And at the time There was There's, there's shit now That I realised I could have used mm-hmm. But at the time I was too fucking young yeah. So I was dealing with a girl Who'd been uh, raped uh-huh. And then I was dealing with a guy Who used to get bashed yeah. And then I was dealing with a, a guy Who was coming to terms With his sexuality mm-hmm. And I wasn't ready for that yet And then I just had a series Of text messages Exchanges between my dad and I
0: Yeah <laughs> I was like, this doesn't hold up. Dude, acting exercises are some of the biggest bullshit in the entire mm. world because I, I remember, but so this is before I got in, the year, I think, th- no, the three years before us, I got told by one of the ex-students, they used to have this thing where, I can't remember what it was called. It was like, like it was an exercise called like Inner Demon or yeah, something yeah. like that, where they were like, okay. It, it, again, it's done in pairs, but the entire class watches. And they go, um, okay, you two go up and then one person asks the other person to show them their demon. Right. Right. And there's. You just did Chinese eyes? <laughs> my,
1: my inner demon is just doing racist faces. Yeah, yeah.
0: This is him. I'm like, Lee!
1: <laughs>
0: Chris Tucker is my inner demon.
1: <laughs> Lee, I'd like to introduce you to our dates tonight. The fat one's yours. <laughs>
0: Dude, for and so you and then you draw an imaginary line, right? And they're like, this is the only rule. He's allowed to do and say whatever he wants mm-hmm. as the demon, but he's <sighs> he's Fuck. he's not allowed to cross <laughs> he's not allowed to cross this line. Dude, the amount of people that immediately cross the line. <laughs> Stop, oh, really? Which I think is hilarious. That's like, all right, let the demon out, and people were like, e-, like uh, apparently, so many people. The story goes, so many people were immediately just like, oh, okay, I'll just be like a monster. Yeah, yeah, and then some people were just like, I, well, I'm gonna rape you. Like, oh, Jesus like, like, oh, Christ! Oh, my fucking god! Oh, all right, like, calm down. No, no. And then th- there would, there was one story that this guy was telling me about a guy pretended that the demon took over him and crossed over the line, the, f- the imaginary line, and the class, the class was like, No, you're in there. We know you're in there. Oh. Get out oh fuck off get out Jason fuck off and the teacher was like he's crossed the line he's crossed the line (laughs) dude that's got a
1: hex debt behind it that's
0: $30,000 imagine being the guy that pretended the demon took over him
1: it's so odd like look if you're listening to this and you're thinking of studying acting do a couple of short acting courses and then just go fucking find an agent you don't need it
0: or better yet I'll tell you what I have some genuine here's some fucking dink advice that is going to send you into the new year well right creativity is so much more impressive uh when you've already done something else yes right like you ever you ever read Muhammad ali's poems uh no are they legible dude this, they're weirdly weirdly they're weak no, like, like, yeah be, of course it they're it weak be real. you read them and you're like eh.
1: Yeah, like, dude, you got a dude with fucking 40 years of CTE just being like, fly like a butterfly, sting <laughs> and, like a bee.
0: Dude, people were sharing Muhammad Ali's poems, like how beautiful. And I'm like, they're only beautiful now because you know he can knock people out. Hold on, I want to find a Muhammad Ali poem. All right, you ready? Yeah.
1: This is, this is a classic Muhammad Ali poem right now. This one's called Last Night I Had a Dream. Now, do I read this like Muhammad Ali or should I read it neutral?
0: Read it neutral.
1: Last night I had a dream. When I got to Africa, I had one hell of a rumble. I had to beat Tarzan's behind first for claiming to be the king of the jungle. For this fight, I've wrestled with alligators. I've tussled with a whale. In Africa. (laughs) Interesting. I done handcuffed lightning and throw thunder in jail. You know I'm bad. Just last week, I murdered a rock. Injured a stone. Hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. That's, That's kind of sick. That's cool. I'm so fast, man, I can run through a hurricane and don't get wet. When George Foreman meets me, he'll pay his debt. I can drown the drink of water and kill a dead tree. Wait till you see Muhammad Ali. There live a great man named Joe. There live a great man named Joe, who was belittled by a loudmouth foe. While his rival would taunt and tease, Joe silently bore the stings and then fought like gladiator in the ring. Look, Mm -hmm. I'm seeing some CTE in that.
0: Look, not not that bad, right? Honestly. Not too bad, but I, not particularly deep. I don't want to take it away from from the man himself. Actually, when this is the thing. You're like, that's pretty good for Muhammad Ali. For a man that's spent, you know, 30 years getting his head kicked in. Yes. But you if you just if I came to you with that and I was like, what do you think of this? And you bore your soul. You're yeah. like, hey, I wrote this. I this is very uh, fucking precious to me. Spent a long time writing it. Could you look over it? You would be like, don't let anybody ever see this. Yeah. This is this is going to be so undermining for your character.
1: <clears throat> to be honest, I probably would have been like, Alex, everything has a first draft.
0: Yes. Or I could get back in there,
1: write another poem about a slightly more interesting dream. But you hear it's Muhammad Ali and you're like,
0: beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So much more impressive. Hence my example. If you can do something else, get really good at that. There's a reason they let Alex the astronaut do the fucking comedy store. Yes. You know what I mean? It's so much more interesting when you've done something else. Everyone's like, yeah, fuck it. Go do whatever. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Creativity is best when people already know that like you can bench a hundred.
1: Yes. Yeah. The moment the guy at the gym all of a sudden like pulls out a violin. Yes. And he's like, I've actually been able to play violin since I was nine. Yes. I'm a really big fan of Baroque uh movements and and you're like and then you just seen a violin
0: being played with a dude with lats that go up to his fucking earlobes yes you're like all right that's actually if i could invest in a personality type to be successful mm. like t- commercially successful in the next 20 years 30 years would be people that are physically ripped have already gone through like a like a physical level of inju- like of uh struggle mm. and then did something creative because yes. that's the era we're in now the navy seal that goes on the speaking tour yes you know what? I mean? It's like that exactly where it's it's not Mao's last. It's like Mao's last dance. It's like, yeah, but he had to be fucking mm. a prisoner of war first. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know yeah. what he, I mean? He,
1: he had to go through so much fucking shit yeah. in order just to open a successful dance studio. Yes. You know I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why most dance studios go broke because none of them suffered in communist China. Exactly. There's no story attached no. to it. No. So what happened to you? Well, I was 23 and then I got over 40 kilos. So now I teach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? As opposed to, I was the beacon of communism, and so I ran away. Yes. And then he writes a book, and it's like, fucking, this dude can write? Yeah. In English?
0: So much more impressive now. Yeah, it's incredible. Every Navy SEAL has a book. Every Navy SEAL has a speaking tour. Just bench, do everything you can for the next five years to bench 150 kilos, and then start painting, and watch how your life changes. I,
1: I have to admit, though, I am getting kind of fucking sick of the Navy SEALs. Who are now like doing podcast tours. Yeah. Like I'm sort of like, yeah, we get it. Teamwork. You're up at three. Initiative. Initiative. Leadership. A bunch of stuff you can't talk about. Yes. Just call the fucking speaking tour Redacted. Yeah. You're just going to tell us about how cold it is in the morning and how hot it is in the afternoon in Afghanistan. You're not going to be like, there was this one kid who we knew was going to tell everyone. So we shot him point blank. And uh, that's how we really bonded. Yes. Also, we fucked a lot.
0: Yeah, it is wild going from like obvious war crimes, like complete, like ignoring the Geneva Convention to yeah. like now you're, in, now you're in the super aware theater in Sydney.
1: <laughs> Dude, there's a bunch of dudes in Pakistan getting sent Jocko Willink's audiobook Just be like, that's the man that killed Fakesh. <laughs> Choked him out in front of his wife. Three hundred rupees? Fuck off! My Jesus, my Jesus
0: Christ! I'll wait till it becomes free on Spotify. <laughs> Dude, it's included in
1: premium now. I am still not listening. <laughs> Especially <Yeah, yeah. laughs> he doesn't even mention Prakash.
0: <laughs> Dude, that would be sick. Being the guy that being like knowing the guy that got taken out by Jocko Willing. Oh my God! Prakash gets a mention. <laughs> guys, guys, listen. And I fucking killed him point blank in the head.
1: Yellow bellied coward. Jesus. He didn't even have a gun. I shot him straight in the face in front of his wife, kids, and like, dog. And i like, that's, that's he's talking about the bots. Sh- you this guy. It happened right over there. Right over there. I remember when David Goggins was actually carrying the bots. <laughs> Pull up bodies.
0: <laughs> that also, who's going to carry the boat shit, does not resonate with me whatsoever. Nah, me neither. Why do I need to carry the boats?
1: Where am I going? And who am I going with? I burned the boats. And why is the boat not in the water already? I'm full
0: commitment, brother. I burn the boats.
1: Why are we carrying the boats? Hitch you to the back of a fucking car.
0: Yeah, yeah, or fucking figure it out. Just like we don't need the the idea of who's going to carry the boats is so specific. And dudes use like, it like fucking go. Because in the gym, I don't abstract doesn't work for me in the gym. No, I mean right. Who's going to carry the boats isn't helpful because I can't picture. What the boat looks like. Mm. Where does the boat need to go? Why are we on the boat in the first place? Yeah. There are a lot of questions that need to be answered for me. Yeah. I'll tell you what works for me, dude. Have you heard about the man in the cave? No. Dude, oh, Maybe, tell me. The man in the cave is a fun one. Also, we have to leave it in a second because this is about to die. Yeah, sure. The man in the cave is a fun one. The man in the cave, it, this is the thing. It's like, uh, see so you going around on TikTok, is you have to train as hard as you can because and work as hard as you can because somewhere there is a man in the cave right now And he is training every single day. He's doing push-ups. He's working on himself. He's doing all this riding. He's improving himself every single day. And one day, he's going to leave the cave and come challenge you for everything that you have. Uh, And if you can't beat him, he's going to take everything.
1: that's That's oddly motivating. Yeah, dude.
0: Who gives a fuck about the boats? I'm worried about the man in the cave. Yeah. Who's my man in the cave? I don't know, dude. I know that's it's a hyper- probably it's probably just a version of you that I picture a version of me that will replace me skinwalker style and no one notices. Sure.
1: Okay, so my main motivation is the idea that uh, because uh, is the idea that hell is meeting the person you could have become. Oh yeah, like rough. that, and I'm like, dude, it's some. There's a part of me that like that's why next year I'm like next year's discipline.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
1: and I've already started to prove it's not a New Year's resolution mm. where it's like next year's discipline. Because the version of me that I meet in hell yep. is disciplined as fuck. Yes. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's the
0: missing jigsaw piece right now. He's down there just doing the longest, like, like three months, no, not November. Three months. Yeah, yeah. he's doing no nuts. He's still edging. He's still edging. There's a man in the cave somewhere just edging. <laughs> <laughs> he never comes. Dude, My he's working out. Just he's constantly, improving himself. Constantly His fucking edging.
1: dick stamina is incredible.
0: <laughs> like, this dude never releases. He never nuts. Never nuts. And only after he defeats you will he come. He's never going to come. My guy in the cave's constantly edging. He's no—he's never going to
1: come, dude. I i, I am. So
0: I, I'm here edging twice as hard. <laughs> Fucking try me, cunt. I await your day anxiously. That's the problem. I'm always edging. I'm always edging. I'm always edging. That's my problem, Captain. <laughs> the culk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the
1: cum hulk. Alex, do you smell that? Yeah, do. do. you smell it?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, it smells so fucking good. We did it, everybody.
1: We did it, the last episode.
0: With the help of one sweet young gentleman. Is it two? Did one, did one send it or did two?
1: Well, there's a letter attached. Was two.
0: There is a letter attached.
1: I can't believe this, but after not calling for so long now, just because we retired at the last episode,
0: we get a free lunch. This is the note attached. Dear Sammy Babau and the Dink. I hope the two of you are having a blessed day and the silly season has so far been fruitful for the both of you much like our chums in Israel and Palestine. <laughs> the podcast famine has grown exceedingly dry as of late. In aid of this we thought we'd bless you boys with a free Big Mac. It's guaranteed to confuse the fuck out of the poor uh Naplian candidate working at the counter. But <laughs> inshallah they pull through. <laughs> And you boys will enjoy a, ba- a bounteous. I don't even know if that's a word, brother, but I like it. I like it. A, 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 does that look like bounteous? To and that you? sounds like, yeah, that looks like bounteous. Bounteous free lunch. Fill your boots, son. Yours in Allah, Alex and Kate. Dude, dude. That is fucking sick. That dude. is awesome. That honestly, fucking. To, speaking of poetry. <sighs> This is good. Give this to Muhammad Ali.
1: Dude, absolutely. Man, Alex and Kate have fucking come through for us a couple of times this year. Yeah, yeah. They came to the show. They came to the show in Brisbane. They came to my hour. And now they're fucking giving us a free Big Mac. We love you, boys.
0: Love you, boys. Thank you so much. Let's have the burger. All
1: right. So as it's... (laughs) I don't know why that sounded so fucking. All right, now now we're gonna have the burger. How are we gonna have the burger, Alex? Explain it in detail. <laughs> to explain everybody. this. Business. Is this how <laughs> we used to do it? Is this, yeah, I I I'm I'm I'm, lo- I'm lost here. Oh, dude, I forgot a Big Mac has two patties. Yeah, bro, it's fucking. Why do you think it's the Big Mac? I don't eat macros a lot. Oh, that tangy Big Mac sauce that hits you immediately. <laughs> it is good, dude.
0: Like, going through the flavor <laughs> profile of a Big Mac is actually quite interesting. You never think about it.
1: What? <laughs> I, got a, I got a pickle on my ulcer. Oh.
0: <laughs> it
1: was just really stung.
0: That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Sorry. But also, for sure, it would help the ulcer. Like, guarantee that. Oh,
1: yeah, 100%. I fucking...
0: Whatever they put in the nuggets, put that in the syringe, and that should have been the vaccine.
1: That's... You know what? I do love a crispy chicken nugget. But you know what, actually? <laughs> this is how the podcast used to be, right? I'm pretty sure this is what it was originally. This was its idea intent. <laughs> going through the full flavor
0: profile of a fucking burger. Yeah, go on, what were you going to say? Actually,
1: the sweetness of the bun offsets the salt of the pickle.
0: Mm. This is why this is such a hit. It's a perfect burger. It's all balance. <laughs> it's why it looks like the top of a yin and yang. <laughs> yeah. If you look at a Big Mac and the yin and yang from the top next to each other, same thing, boys. Perfect circle.
1: That was the original Big Mac. It used to just be a, like a bun that had two sesame seeds on it.
0: I won't lie. That's one of the worst Big Macs I've ever had in my entire life. Mm. Genuinely, bro. But fuck... It, what was compensated for it was the fact that we haven't had a free lunch in quite some time. I think that what made me feel, it was the warmth of Allah hugging me from behind. Yeah, 100%. Well, I ate that. It was a sweet back bear hug from Allah. Yes. That was good. Thank you, boys. Um, And here's to potentially maybe even one more next year. <laughs>
1: Hey, boys, just so you know, like, you've started now. You can't fucking stop. You
0: understand? Honestly, if you can just fucking source the lunches. Dude, fucking, if you listen to this podcast, whoever you are, send us coupons for shit.
1: (laughs) Dude, stop throwing out your old coupons. We will use them. We will give you an address, send every single coupon you have. And
0: when we say we'll give you an address, I give you my personal address. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, your home address. There's no P.O. box. (laughs) Kate and Alex know where I live.
1: (laughs) There's no pretense here, dude. No. We need the food. Just send it. Even if it's from the back of the Good Food Guide or whatever, just send us anything. Just send it. Um, or, you know, if, you're, if you work at a
0: restaurant, even better, book us a table. Yeah, dude. Unless you're at one of those fucking stupid places. What, like where you work, where it's fucking, they make you pay for the fucking second coffee of the day. Yeah, yeah, look. <laughs> How did that saga end up going? Because you were saying that you put it in the chat.
1: Okay, I do have to be a little careful to not just burnish my place of employment. Oh, but essentially, dude, put it this way: let's 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 let's, let's use a hypothetical here. Mm. If you work yep. at the busiest restaurant, mm-hmm. cafe restaurant in the <laughs> getting bus-
0: more and more specific, as broad as you you, <laughs> yeah. should, you should be making a broader. <laughs> cafe restaurant, specifically in the city.
1: If you work at a ca- French bistro style cafe, cafe restaurant, restaurant named
0: after the one in Alexandria,
1: which is also hypothetical. <laughs> Completely separate to completely reality. Completely separate. Everywhere, every, we're not talking about the same thing. We're yet. talking
0: about the grounds of Alexandria. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hypothetically, if you worked at the grounds of Alexandria. Alexandria. And you wanted to order a second coffee. you what would. You, what's the admin involved in, the, in you that?
1: You have to pay for your second coffee. Real? Hypothetically. And hypothetically, <laughs> you're working eight to ten hour shifts that start at about seven. Mm. And... We do most. They do this hypothetical. This hypothetical magical a, place. Hypothetical we. Hypothetical we. Make so much money. Hypothetical and money. Hypothetical money. Let's call it like frugan frogins. Let's let's yeah. Let's call it uh, the snicker dollars. Yeah. All right. If yeah. you make if you make fucking upwards of twenty five snicker doll- dollars a day. Yeah. Twenty five thousand. One coffee for all floor and all kitchen staff. Um. So that's 16 people, hypothetically, uh, and you're upselling every product by the 300% mark that hospitality tends to go by. That means each coffee is costing you $1.50 to make. Mm. So wholesale, you're only spending $24 on 16 people getting another coffee. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. (laughs) Hypothetically, that would be a line that hypothetically someone may draw and decide to take a stand.
0: Yes, that someone may send a message to the hypothetical group chat.
1: And hypothetically, a lot of the hypothetical staff there would agree that there would just be a lot yes. of coffee mistakes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: hypothetically. Because you would hypothetically be inti- You said you work there eight to ten hours. You would, and you start at seven. You would hypothetically, I would say, be entitled to a hypothetical coffee at 3 p.m.
1: Yes. And also, hypothetically, <laughs> you get 40% off. Yes. So that's a relatively good margin. Sure. But hypothetically, it's more got to do with the point.
0: Yes. It's a hypothetical principle. Because hypothetically,
1: <laughs> what makes hospitality worth doing is the community that fosters. Yes. Which hypothetically doesn't exist. That's the, what the chef, not the chef, the beer has taught us. That's what the beer has taught Family meal. Family. You get it back to basics. Yes. We yes. have a
0: bolognese, bolognese for everybody. Right, And you don't have to pay for that. That would be wild if they included that in the beer where it's like after that big table thing that they're in the restaurant, then he goes around with an F-Pos machine and makes everybody pay. <laughs> makes everyone pay. And then he leaves the tip sign up <laughs> for his own fucking It's employees. going back to you, cousin. <laughs> cousin, 10%!
1: <laughs> cousin, I've got four staff meals on the computer, cousin. Cousin, this is a hypothetical. Cousin, this is in no way tied to anyone's employment situation, Cousin. It sounds a lot like your job, chef. Uh,
0: not right now, chef. I think they mean the Alexandria in the city.
1: <laughs> We've told you before, it's a hypothetical, chef. Uh, not right now, I'm, I'm cutting up hypotheticals, chef. <laughs> chef, I made some soliloquies. No, 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 no. no, 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 no hypotheticals. No. This is a hypothetical now. No soliloquies. <laughs> Try my analogy cake, chef.
0: No analogies. God, that's beautiful. But when I'm not closer to getting fired from my job. Hypothetically,
1: yeah. where someone would hypothetically work yeah. has the potential to be this really awesome place to work. Yes. But hypothetically speaking, I think we're being let... You're being fucked. You're being, being hypothet-
0: hypothetically fucked. No,
1: can't <sighs> let, let down.
0: You should hypothetically learn jujitsu and then hypothetically choke this cunt out. <laughs> Honestly, dude, the whole point of hospitality is, yes, it sucks, but it's kind of fun. That's, yeah. that's the entire market appeal of working in hospitality. Yeah, it's a lot of work, it's long hours, it's annoying people, but it's supposed to be at base fun. Yes. And if it's not that anymore, then there's nothing good to it. But here's the thing. Uh,
1: okay, so I, I, I will just flat out say this about my experience in, sure. in my job, is that I'd sort of given up hope of that ever happening. And yeah. then we had some new staff members come in, and they're great. And then it's livened everyone up, like, ev- and I'm like, oh, we we are so much closer. It's like, yeah. we can actually do this. Before
0: I was just like, it just about your hypothetical workplace. Yes, right. But Before... you still get fired? <laughs> <Like> the, <laughs> the lawyers like it doesn't. Like, you can't just keep saying hypothetically and then just describe <laughs> exactly what's happening. You and go- it doesn't stand in court. <laughs> Dude, you got to be familiar with Article Five Point Two. No, take backsies. <laughs> Like fuck! I look at my lawyer, who's just you in this. <laughs>
1: like you fucking didn't about takebacksies. I forgot about the backsies <laughs> I was focused on. I know you are, but what of I?
0: Fuck yeah, dude! Toddler court.
1: <laughs> Toddler court.
0: <laughs> it is crazy, honestly, how much I believe I could defend myself in court. All right, against what charge? Um, literally any charge under the sun. Like that's the level of belief that I think I'm like. If it's no one cares about my shit more than I care about my shit. Right. right? that's Fair. That's fair to say.
1: Do you think there's an intrinsic male law urge to believe
0: you can defend yourself in court? 100%. I mm. think that's when I'll fu- s- suddenly become articulate.
1: <laughs> now, also, what, what am I called? The defendant. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Got it. What am I defending?
0: Objection. Ah, <laughs> fuck, that's you.
1: <laughs> Sustained. Ah, that's ah, also you. Damn. Oh, well, <laughs> point of order. Point of order.
0: <laughs> point of order. Point of order, everybody. Sidebar? That's not a thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I tell you what, this would be going a lot smoother if uh, I had access to a sidebar right now. I tell you that.
0: Oh, I stop typing. Stop fucking stop typing. Ty- what are you
1: typing? What are you drawing? Turn, how are you saying? How are you getting all my words down that quickly?
0: How many fingers? <laughs> I believe in myself like that. I think that if I had to defend myself in court, or if I got a like six month call up to fight someone in the UFC, I think I'd be able to pull it together.
1: Right, okay. low level UFC. Okay. All right, can I tell you my version of the same thing? Yes. So my court fantasy is that mm-hmm. I am so articulated and well-researched. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, he, this yes. guy can represent himself. He knew
0: about Article 5. He knew about it. That's what he led with. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, so that's quite an obscure... And you're like, I know what you're about to say, obscure. And then you mention the exact yeah, 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 yeah. thing. You, you finishes, you,
1: you're you finish finishing sentence. everyone's sentences yes. for them. That you, kind of shit, right? Goodwill will
0: hunting him. And also...
1: I'm getting a laugh out of the jury. Yes. Like I'm winning them over on two fronts. Uh, Of course that's your contention.
0: (laughs) Is that that movie? (laughs) Good hunting where he confronts the dude with the long hair in the bar?
1: Oh, yeah. Where's that? Okay, next year you'll be reading about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of Uh, course that's your contention. And then you realize, of course, that uh, you just uh, spent $45,000 on something you could have learned in a public library for $2 in
0: late charges. Yes. But you're there using only exclusively hentai references. (laughs) Why the hentai? Of course that's your contention. Next week you're going to say Hatsune Miku is the ultimate (laughs) wife. So, the goal to. Let me guess, you just started Naruto Shipper then. <laughs> but uh, if you got a
1: problem with that, we can just take that to the time zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can take it to Dance Dance Central. How about that? Dance Dance Revolution. You ever heard about that? We can always uh, <laughs> take it to Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Would Goodwill Hunting been better if the rest of the movie was. Matt Damon and that could have been Superstar yes. just doing Dance Dance Revolution.
0: 100%. That is, I can't believe you know in all those like not another teen movie, not another um, epic movie or whatever. How has no one done not another Oscar movie? How, like not another Oscar bait movie. Oh oh yeah, that's a good point. You're Not, not another A24 film. How has no one done that? Ah. Because that would be perfect. Doing good, uh, the Goodwill Hunting scene where it's like, oh, we can take it to Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're at Dance Dance Revolution. One of them's black now because they had to get a double into Dance Is Good, and it's obvious. Dude, that might...
1: Not another Oscar movie. <laughs> you another... could write the fucking pants off that. Not another Oscar bait film movie. Dude, yeah. that would be the first not another movie that you could...
0: Maybe get some genuine edge in. Get like a. And also, maybe be up for an Oscar. Like, in terms of parody, that's great. No, that's. I reckon that's. We we, We have uh, no budget. We have. Fuck. We we, we don't have any money. Little money. We just ate a free Big Mac and we're like, next big movie.
1: (laughs) So imagine you and I walking in and pitching that to an Australian production company. Yeah, nah. It's called Not Another Oscar Movie. Yeah. Hey, you remember Scary Movie? (laughs) Any of them. (laughs) Any of them. Like that, but for like Oscar movies. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. That, but it's every movie that's ever won an Oscar. Moonlight's in there. Moonlight's in there. Fucking Goodwill Hunting. What else won an Oscar?
1: Uh, The uh, the ending is that beautiful long sequence from 12 Years a Slave, but he finds a motorbike and it's over in like 20 (laughs) seconds. And also the man that gave it to him was a Native American. That's how it's called an Indian. Do you know what I mean? we, We build story.
0: Boris Gump is kind of that though, where it's like an Oscar movie, but with like a retarded guy in the, in the lead. Boris Gump, the hit was like, they were like, we could make a movie out of any of these things that
1: happened in his life. Yes. But instead, here's a little bit of a butter noggin's it, becoming a shrimp billionaire. It, it,
0: it does feel like a riding challenge of like, try and make your hero genuinely retarded and see if you can still do it. Well, see, hold on, not to harken back to one of the greatest monologues
1: about modern cinema, yeah. but that was Robert Downey Jr.'s whole thing in Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah. Where it was like, yo, it, retarded. told it. Everything did. No retarded. You met the damn president.
0: <laughs> Dude, fucking Robert Downey and John Thunder. Never, 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 never go. go n- How that penetrated the cultural lexicon. Never go full retard. You could buy a shirt at cotton on that said never, never go, go full, full retard. retard. <laughs> After that fucking movie came out. I had managers at work that would be like, dude, you never go full retard. You never go full retard. Like, this man. is so not HR okay conversation. Oh, no. That's and, how good Tropic Thunder was. Oh, dude. And also. Fuck, tell you this, couldn't make it now. No, I couldn't fucking, fucking make it now. Could couldn't you? fucking make Tropic Thunder now, dude. Mate, you couldn't do it. They wouldn't let you. Not because the Jews are cutting on that we know. What? That they, you know, <laughs> own everything.
1: It's not about the way you said that. I was like, I just felt that you've been sitting on wanting to bring up the Jews for the last 20 minutes. No, nah. That was so very much like, well, you know, because of the Jews.
0: I just give that vibe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How would I describe myself? I give off a strong vibe like I'm waiting to bring up the Jews. Dude, that is your jawline. 100%. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm, I'm that meme with the guy on the court. It's like, they don't even know I'm waiting to bring up the Jews <laughs> right now. <laughs> anyone someone
1: just say something anything
0: i'll literally i'll i'm like a fucking book of mad
1: libs i will find a way have you guys seen Saltburn? oh i bought this kosher salt the other day you mean
0: that fucking jewish Ew. made movie yeah i've seen it i find it incredibly erotic <laughs> i'm gay what's going on i'm gay you guys talking about the jews <laughs> Dude, fucking Bernie Mac in Transformers is one of the finest roles I've ever seen. Have you
1: The the car dealer in Transformers? Dude, it's, Do you know it's, I'm I've, about? I've seen Transformers twice. I was not over 15 both times. I have very little memory. I know Shia LaBeouf's in it. I know it was Megan Fox's big
0: break. Brother, Bernie Mac is in it for like 15 seconds and yeah. he sells Bumblebee to Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. He's the guy. And he's just... He has it for some reason. Has a His wife is in the house next to him. So his house is... His house is next to the dealership. And he's like, that's my Manny. Hey, Manny. And she's like, huh? And he's like, oh, if I do a rock, i bust your head, bitch. <laughs> yes. I'm like, why the fuck did that need to be in there? Isn't this about Cybertron? Where <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is Optimus Prime? They went from, I oh, bust your hair, bitch. And then 30 minutes later, be like, we must retrieve the
1: guilty spark. <laughs> so these are our 2023, 2024 ins and outs. What we think is going to be in next season and what's going to be out. No
0: clout. Nice. And... Oh, rhyming is good. Please like and subscribe to my channel. Ins and outs is important, I think, as, as a culture, though. Yeah. And I think it's good that people like you and I, who are very oft not represented. I in, would... In the sharing ins and outs on Instagram, no. Why dudes never do? Why just like us? Yeah, boys like us never do ins and outs. No, it's, it's 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 strictly a girl
1: or pedestrian junkie thing. Yes. And then I read the junkie ins and outs this year, and it's fucking intangible. Like what? Oh, it's like a box mock is not gonna be <laughs> the highest. I'm get, I'm gonna find this because there was one where it's like I I felt what? really old because I was like what in the dog fuckery is that hold on this might not be it Blocksmork. uh yucking people's yums is out okay that's what they're saying in milk shut up cunt fucking
0: uh fucking in and out thing made by a 13th century peasant
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay all right this 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 isn't the one i read Fuck. i thought this was the one i read this is the one i've read should we just do out? Oh no, I clicked the oh no, clicked the wrong one. No, 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 I clicked the right one. I can't remember, no. but it was like something to do with the YouTube, button. I was like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" We're
0: canceling fucking block smoke, everybody. Yeah, block
1: smoke, you're done.
0: You're done. You're out. All right, do you want to go one for one? Let's you go. You have for more one. than I do. All right. Okay. Uh, you go. You do yours first. We do an ounce. Uh, I want to do ins. Ins. Let's do Wait, ins. Or first. do you think outs first? Now nah, let's go ins. Okay.
1: All right. His was going to be in twenty twenty four. Uh, this first one's a hot Issue Uh, winter being four days long, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 that's in, yep, as in making winter shorter, no, as in winter will be shorter. Oh, that like like it's gonna be so in,
1: we can't avoid it now, it's gonna start getting fashionable.
0: Oh, I think how you and I did our ins and outs thing, you're making predictions, I'm I'm making style choices. Oh, either one, okay, yeah, yeah, let's go. I got got some style choices here as well, okay, all right, ins asking for a hand job, slow Laura style. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right nice what the fuck is that just off oh, from zootopia no, no, you, have you seen a slow loris video where they try to give a slow loris a rice ball no oh my god some of my best work is just wasted on you sam Bowden. <laughs> i just real quick every time they give a slow loris a rice ball what is a slow loris you got it one second you know that thing from madagascar that follows around king julian the little thing one second. No. Oh, yes yeah. I do. That's a slow loris. Oh hold on. Here we go. First suggestion slow Loris eating a rice ball. <laughs> <laughs> One second. <Slow>. Oh <laughs> now, now that, but with a hand yeah, with job. The hand <laughs> job. <laughs> and your dick is the rice ball. I'm asking for the, I'm like, give me slow Laura style. (laughs) And she's slowly brings the hand up. Never bring it like (laughs) (laughs) i Asking for a hand job, slow Laura style, that's in. Okay,
1: so I've got, I'll do two really quick ones. Yep. Uh, Indian kebabs, they're coming in hot. They're coming in. They're the next big thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Linen suits. Oh yeah. Proper in. It'll be linen suits in the summer.
0: Okay. Yeah. Nice. I could do a, I could do a suit this summer. Yeah. I could do a suit this summer for sure. I almost might even try looking to one of those suits with the shorts.
1: Oh. I'm yeah, like, this sure. might be a style choice. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whatever you say, Billy Madison. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking...
0: I'm gonna pay for like an eleven hundred dollar tailored suit and when they hem the pants, I'm like, I'll up a little bit more. <laughs> Just keep going. Just I'm like, ah, they're perfect. And it's like waist length. Yes. Up here. It's like booty shorts. But, they but more, I got a blazer.
1: Yeah, let me know if you ever need any more booty, sh- booty suits. <laughs> booty slacks. <laughs>
0: booty, <laughs> booty slacks. Like a slutty Amish guy.
1: You know what's in? <laughs> booty slacks. Booty year. slacks. Men coming to work with fucking booty short slacks.
0: Janine, where are my booty trousers?
1: <laughs> Janine, you no, know I have my two o'clock across town. <laughs> I need my soft pink linen booty trousers. I'm
0: meeting with Mister Ming, and you know he likes a little bit of meat.
1: <laughs> well, you know how the Japanese get, Deborah. All right, you've got to show them what they're buying. <laughs> now find me those shorts, and uh, feel free to put it on the pay yourself.
0: <laughs> also, ins. old school sexism. Old school sexism is in.
1: Pre two thousand sexism in. Oh, I only really had. Uh, I I only had, realistically, three very quick ins. I mean we could just wipe them let's do the ins I reckon and then go to the outs okay um, so I'm going to put this all together because I think there are two things well free lunch obviously that's in and Arab maxing as we've discussed that's in yep and uh, my big in mm-hmm. culturally speaking mm-hmm. is uh, that back of an Italian restaurant dumpster smell
0: oh interesting go <laughs> further know? on this well I think that I have no idea what the fuck you mean <laughs> okay the fact that that's the started with that smell. Well, you know, you, okay, all right, all right. So this is what- Back of an Italian restaurant dumpster smell. What does that smell like? It's like a
1: way too much Hugo Boss. Yes. Mixed with cigarettes. Yes. With off tomatoes, yep. but the smell of a
0: ragu. It, and so how, in what facet is that in? Like I, just as a smell generally? I think that is going to become a, a cultural thing
1: to replace one of my outs. What is one of the, what is one of the outs? That back of a Chinese restaurant oh, dumpster smell.
0: <laughs> How much time do you spend in the fucking dumpster? <laughs> you don't smell them. I smell it all the time. I, Brother, I I, I guess I'm just not hitting the
1: same spots you are, man. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I, I, I feel like out of those two, what resonates with people mm-hmm. is that everyone knows what the smell of a back of a Chinese restaurant is. It's really pungent. It's fish sauce oh, I, based. I can't end uh, picking up what you put in down. It's now, deeply okay. unpleasant and also makes you hungry it's a weird sure. it's really good food gone bad but you can smell the good food in it
0: When it, yes when it used to be good food right yes
1: but Italian 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 is it's a heavier smell uh-huh. it's bread it's pasta it's ragu mixed with cologne cigarettes bad eggs and rotten tomatoes right it's the same thing it's just slightly different it's less pungent but it's still solid and I think that that smell people are gonna be smelling S- it slightly better
0: <laughs> Slightly better. In your Pantone color chart of smells. Yes. Italian dumpster is in. Is in. I'll tell you what's crazy is I go slow, Loris. So you're like, what is that? <laughs> and then you go, Italian dumpster smell. <laughs> and you're like, right? Dude, that's I- the most relatable thing.
1: I have I have anecdotes for no one. <laughs> that's how I feel. I don't know. It was. It, it hit me again today. Were you in another dumpster? No, I wasn't in another dumpster. Oh, you just... A, there's an Italian restaurant right by where we all take our bins out. Oh.
0: And so oh, I'm like... that's
1: why. Yeah. Because like, you
0: see it every day.
1: Well, yeah, nearly every
0: day. Yeah, I don't yeah. take the bins out, but it's like, I feel it. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, I... Dude, I mean, fucking... Call me privileged, but usually when I'm in an Italian restaurant, I'm like, not where the bins are. <laughs> how are you getting these seats? <laughs> I know a guy,
1: they always sit me by the bins. <laughs> They're
0: like, ah, senora Bode, we have a special place. And you're like, dude, I'll tell you what's fucking getting out. Being sat next to the dumpster when the guy realizes it's you.
1: <laughs> oh, I actually have an in. Uh-huh. This might, again, be for me specifically. Mm. But in not falling in love with giant women... On PE Nation billboard. That's
0: a good in. That's a good in.
1: That's in. They've changed. They've changed the screen now, and it's not quite working. I'm, I'm staying strong, Pray particularly you. today. I stared at her for nine and a half hours. You do need to move on, yeah, from, need the, to from on. the
0: giant lady. It's like the Ryan Gosling thing in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Blade Runner, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Where he's looking at the big hologram of the chick. Yeah. Blood and shit. That's you at work. I know. Anyway. It can't be good for your psyche to see like a fucking. To fall genuinely in love with uh, like fifteen foot digital woman? No, I don't
1: think it's good at all. I think it's a slippery slope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Only being able to eventually jack off to the movie Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman.
0: Yeah, that's your. Although one that thing. is kind of sexy for some reason. It is. It's why it is like a tall woman? Like like I I'm outrageously like fifteen foot, fifty yeah. foot. I'm like awesome, because you're. I think it's a combination
1: of like you're wowed, uh-huh. you're awestruck, right. but also the part of your brain is like you could still. You could still make this work.
0: And I'll, no, I'll tell you what And it, I
1: bet you it'd be awesome. You
0: could still make it work. And also, I think a little monkey, part of your brain goes, well, that also means 50 foot tits.
1: Yeah. <gasps> and a <gasps> 30 foot child. Yeah.
0: Ma- I can have a son that's as...
1: I can be a mini dad. Yeah. Like I an can, elf. I, can dad, I could be a mini dad, I could be a mini dad.
0: That's the real attraction. Dude,
1: I get to sit on his shoulder as he's growing; The older he gets, yeah. I carry him for the first two weeks. And then after that, he's carrying me.
0: You know when they break out um, the big gingerbread man out of Shrek 2? Yeah. And fucking Shrek's on his shoulders. but They're uncle! <laughs> <laughs> he's wrong <laughs> <laughs> That's really my son.
1: good.
0: <laughs> he goes to like, what?
1: Palestine. Is that?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, depending on fucking... Like, uh, depending on... I mean, I think if they could just get a little bit more celebrity support. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: They're really missing Tony Rock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's who can come in and I think that would solve problem. this. If, if Palestine could just get a little bit more... Because uh, the... Uh, Fucking Israel is getting all the celebrity support. Seinfeld is pro-Israel, obviously. I don't have to tell tell anybody. But it is wild that the guy that's like, what's the deal with airplane food? Now is like, it's not a genocide.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The goal is not accuracy. (laughs)
0: That's great. That's that's him. He's 100% now... Hard, hard, pro- So (laughs) pro-Israel. He came out and said, he was like, I am pro- It's like, that is incredible. You know, it's good. And that's Mm it. You know, it's absolutely crazy. 20,000.
1: Yeah. We're the ones that are good with numbers. (laughs) It's not that. There are no innocent civilians. $600 tickets. Yes. Everywhere
0: across the world. That is, that is the fucking brilliant part of someone like that. Now still, is he just he, you saw him on the news going, Yeah, of course I'm I'm I want viciously pro-Israel. Mm. And then that night he's like, They give you the mud cake. <laughs> they give you the mud cake. It's not even the thing, it's this. <laughs> and they go, you know why they always go, happy birthday to Next day, he's like, it's not a genocide. We are allowed to defend ourselves. It's
1: not a genocide. It's our territory. Fucking four hours later. Yeah. You get the train, but you catch
0: a <laughs> cab. <laughs> okay. Um, I got in David Blaine being cool again. Oh, that's a strong call. David Blaine's going to be cool again. I think magic's coming back, you know, a huge way. Because uh-huh. culture is cyclical. Yep. Right? How long has it been since magic was cool? Uh, a long time, so
1: long, that you could even argue, there's a strong argument to say it's dead. But people did say about, that about stand-up in the early 90s.
0: Yes, and people said that about ventriloquism. That's true, and then Jeff Dunham came along. It, it fucking, there, was a, there was a generation of every comic had a puppet. Yeah. There was like five guys where it's like you had to be like, oh, the guy with the puppet, and you had to ask which one. Oh yeah, because you have Jeff Dunham, you have the other guy, yeah, they were, and then you have Nina Conti. That's right, yeah. Oh yeah, that, that came weird. back for a hot second. Yeah, someone go. Oh, the puppet, per- the puppet comedian. You're like, which of the Avengers are you talking about?
1: And then came and, and along came Randy. Yes, the first full puppet, full puppet comedian, puppet. fully formed. Oh, dude. Speaking <laughs> of, you know this new Rebel Moon thing coming out on Netflix? Yeah, It's Zack Snyder's answer to Star Wars or whatever? Sure, sure. I was reading an article this morning about how once again uh, Hollywood has preyed on an old horrible stereotype, mm-hmm. and it was the predatory gay. But they kept saying predatory gay because they couldn't say predatory gay man, because it's an alien, and then it's just the whole thing like it's a harmful stereotype, the predatory gay man. Yeah. And when
0: this alien, and you're like, oh, so it's a oh we can't, but it's not, so an alien that's bad, yeah. Oh, boys, it's not real. It's not real. Oh, I'll take this one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Boys, don't worry. I got this one. Hey, guys, it's not fucking real.
1: <laughs> not only is it a movie, it's a space fantasy film. The character's not human. You guys know aliens, right? <laughs> yeah, you guys get it. Aliens. UFOs.
0: Shit's not fucking real.
1: Not real, not people.
0: And also, sometimes you meet a predatory gay. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. That is also- What, are they, none? No, there are some predatory gays. And you know what? Makes for an interesting villain. Especially if you put him in
0: space. Yeah. Rebel Moon's first draft was predatory gay in gay <laughs> Predatory in space. gay in
1: space. <laughs> Translate to, you're going to let me fuck you in the butt if you want to get out of yeah, here alive.
0: All in triangles and circles. That's their language. Because the language completely made out of what looks most like the butthole. <laughs> yeah. The characters, all the hieroglyphs sort of look like a butthole in different states. <laughs> That's the subtitles. Um, oh, yeah, oh, David Blaine being cool. That's what I was gonna say. So, puppets, mm-hmm. right? Came back. The next thing, logically, is magic. Comedy's on its way out, right? I think, I think magic's coming back in with the tide. A terrifying prospect. David Blaine is on Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. right? They're having good episodes, mm-hmm. good chats. They're there. And also, by the way, David Blaine, I'm using. He's not really a magician as much as he's just a guy that does cooked shit. Like, yeah. it's not magic as much as it is swallowing a frog 48 hours ago. Yes. And they'd be like, well, let's see if it's still alive? <laughs> 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 Holy fuck, it is. I learned that from an ancient Brazilian woman. <laughs> and I think that's it. Do you have anything else? I have nothing left to add. Yeah? You're done? I, you seem zonked.
1: I'm zonked. I've yeah. got, a, I got a fucking 10 hour drive to Brisbane tomorrow.
0: Okay. Well, let's call it. Thank you, Alex and Cade, for the Big Mac. That was awesome. That was such a sick way to end the year. Thank you to everybody who's uh, been listening and um, hope, hope Christmas was good and I hope you have a good New Year's plan. Um, and we, and we, yeah, when are we coming back? Like, we'll be coming back about the end late of January, January,
1: early February. Um, we, got, uh, we got some fun stuff planned for the new year and we really appreciate you all listening and fucking enjoying this. And stay safe. Love everybody. Yes. And remember the true meaning of Christmas.
0: Much love, everybody. We
1: love you. Goodbye.
0: Bye.